0: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Rift, Enlightenment Within the Divide. I'm your host, Sam Denning. Uh, This is a rare treat for you guys. Uh, I've got two uh, podcast recordings and two releases within the same week, within a couple days of each other. Uh, I've actually been working on this interview with uh, Steve Casey again for quite some time. We just haven't gotten to get together. So it just uh, so happened that it was the same week as I talked with Craig Eckert. So, um, as usual, Steve and I delve deeply into some political and social uh, things going on in our world. And on this podcast, I think we push the edge. Uh, We try to see, see how far we can go. See if one of us gets canceled in this crazy cancel culture that we live in. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation as much as Steve and I did. We joke around, we make fun, we poke fun, we point, we point out all the hypocrisy all around us, just generally have a good time. It was good for he and I to get back together and enjoy ourselves and to think deeply about what's going on in the world and to throw our two cents in as if we can actually change anything. And then we talk about how we can just navigate and move forward and enjoy our lives all while enjoying a little special treat that Steve brought along for the occasion. So, without further ado, Steve Casey, relax and enjoy the conversation. <laughs> Hey Steve, welcome back.
1: Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's great to have
0: you back, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know, and I have, you know, I have other guests and they're great, but nothing's quite as therapeutic as talking to you.
1: <laughs> it seems like we kind of think on the same wavelength in a lot of ways, even though we don't always agree. But that's a good thing because d- diversity of thought, you know, actual diversity. Yeah. Is uh it's it's a way It's kind of like a crucible where we can learn and grow from each other because, you know, your ideas are going to stagnate if they're not challenged.
0: Right. And um, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but I'm eating this bag of these Dots homestyle snacks, and they are freaking delicious. Baked cheese curls. Yeah. Got them at Menards. Yeah, Steve. I mean, these are really phenomenal. Yeah. I hate to shamelessly plug a food product on on this show, (laughs) but these are very, very good.
1: Dots needs all the publicity it can get i mean honestly because the more successful they are the more dots we're going to have that's true economics 101 yeah
0: and we're going to talk a little bit about economics we're going to
1: talk a lot about economics because economics is fun
0: correct but the first thing that we need to do and steve's had this since i think he probably bought it November the nineteenth, twenty twenty one, right after and this is a celebratory thing he's brought here, but we haven't met up since then. Right after Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted and the nation jumped for joy.
1: Well, some of us did. The ones that have
0: common sense. Yeah, which I would still like to believe is the majority.
1: Yeah. I really think that the idea of the silent majority is it's a real thing, you know, because Whenever you're watching these TV people, then they're going to say, I can't define what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. But if you ask, you know, average Joe or Jane down the street, what's a woman, they're going to look at you like you have something wrong with you and say, a woman's a woman, duh. You know, it's like that, that quote from a kindergarten cop that we all know and love.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, we we have got to celebrate this uh, Kyle Rittenhouse acquittal, a gift. Steve bought a gift for me that we were supposed to open together during a podcast, so we're opening it this cast. Um, am I supposed to open this?
1: Yes, it's your gift. All right,
0: all right I'm going to open this. My gift to you. Still in the Christmas wrapping paper for those of you trying to envision it. And Oh, what a be It even says a gift for you. Although my name's not on it,
1: but that's all right. It's a
0: <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Rittenhouse Rye. Yep. A bottle of Rittenhouse Rye. Oh my God, 100 proof, and it looks so beautiful. The amber that is, I can see up against the grow lights in my garage. Uh, I'm ready to dig into this. Let's do it. All right. I wonder how, you want to take the top off? You want you want me to mess with it? Uh, oh, I, I see can. it. <clears throat> so, while we're drinking some of this Rittenhouse rye. Live what, on
1: well, air. Yeah,
0: live on air. What are some of the things, uh, current events that uh, you think are the most important that have happened within the last seven days?
1: Within the last seven days. Um, I heard there's something going on. On the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. And is it is something to do with uh the yeah. Iranian people? Or is it It was something there
0: was like a uh a, a topless marathon or something wasn't there in Boston? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh no, know. not Boston. I am I'm in London.
1: Yeah, in London. Boston, London. What's the difference? I mean it's just an ocean. <laughs>
0: All right. Or no, you're talking about that
1: uh, that little that little country that's next to a bigger country and the bigger country invaded the little country. Oh, what was that? Oh yeah. Ukraine.
0: Yes. Unfortunately it's not a topless marathon run in London or Boston. But it's this Ukraine situation. What a cluster. Oh, by the way, all right, we got some poured here. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Ooh, that'll put some air on your chest. (laughs) A little spicy.
0: Yeah, and on top of those dots, that had a kick to them, too, which was surprising. It didn't say anything on the front of this dots bag about spicy, did it?
1: No, it didn't. But it does have a
0: kick to it, doesn't it? A mild kick, yeah. Yeah, very good. Gosh, the dots baked cheese curls from Menards. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And Mm -hmm. then you, you wash that down with some of this Rittenhouse rye. Also fantastic. It's got a bite.
1: It has a bite. Uh, It it has a little bit of a texture. It it almost tastes carbonated. Would you agree? Yeah. A little bubbly. But there's no carbonation in it. It just has texture. And it's kind of spicy. And I really like it.
0: Let's see. What does this say on the back? Rittenhouse Straight Rye Whiskey is a storied Pennsylvania-style rye whose heritage commemorates the Philadelphia's famous Rittenhouse Square. Still bottled in bond under US government supervision to meet the strictest requirements the written house you enjoy today carries forth the distinct and spicy flavor profile established
1: long ago. So yeah. Well, how about that? We agree with what's on the back. Yeah, this stuff. Was this how much was this? I bought it in November, Sam.
0: Oh god, so it's at least half of what it would be today.
1: Yeah. Okay, we got a deal. <laughs> I did get a deal. It, 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 it grew and it, it was an investment, Sam. Yeah, they say that liquor,
0: <laughs> guns and ammo, gold and silver, uh, those are the things that are going to be a value in the, in a depression. I actually uh, speaking on that note, and that is a monster. Yep. But uh, I heard back during uh, the Great Depression, and. During the hyperinflation in the Weimar Republic, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that people bought pianos. Those those stored a lot of value. Was pianos.
1: It makes sense. Uh, pianos. If you look at an old, any old house painting, you know, any kind of uh like, I don't. Want, I want to say like a Norman Rockwell painting of a Christmas house family. There's always a piano with a sweater. With a sweater a piano and a sweater the piano is not wearing the sweater of course but right and there's there's like an open book an open music book on the piano and it's uh you know it it has that sort of classic not americana but just a classical look because (coughs) pianos were a source of entertainment entertainment at the home especially Mm -hmm. and a lot
0: of a lot more people back then and um I don't know. Fact check me. I don't care, but I think a lot more people back then did have pianos in the home that they actually played. Well, and people stood around them and it was it was entertainment.
1: Well, back then, you know, people typically did have a radio, but they couldn't have a song they wanted on demand without a record. Correct. And, you know, it's a lot more impressive to make your own Uh, to make your own than it is to just listen to somebody else playing something. I mean, like, of course, it's it would probably be, back then it would be a spectacle just to hear something like Duke Ellington on the radio. But to be able to play your own Beethoven piece on your own piano, you know, that carries a bit of prestige. Uh, You can kind of noodle around with it and make it your own flavor. And, you know, it's something that the whole neighborhood can come around, you know, if you have a, a little barbecue at your house. So, of course, I think that a piano, you know, you, uh, it's a typical thing, but whenever. <sighs> he is just completely killing those cheese curls.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: but <clears throat> a piano would probably be a very typical thing, you know, to own for a middle-class family back before the depression. And then whenever it comes around, you know, the, the value of something remains the same, but the value of currency just absolutely bottoms out. And whenever your wages are not going up with the inflation at the same rate, you're technically losing wage, like, you know, 15 bucks an hour, two years ago, Had a certain level of buying power, enough buying power that uh, a certain group of people in this country believe that uh,
0: everybody should have it. But isn't it funny that they were championed for the fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage, and now, um, fifteen dollars is 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 it's probably if they were to actually to have raised it to fifteen an hour, it would be worth even less than the minimum wage was back then and yet the it hasn't changed and i don't think it it shouldn't be mandated anyway the government needs to get out all this economic crap it's messing it up it's fresh it's messed up the free market
1: absolutely and and the thing about it is is the market will kind of weed out people who say no you're you're not worth three dollars an hour and then the other place is going to say, well, I want quality workers. So I'm going to pay $5 an hour and screw that guy who says you're not worth two fifty an hour, you know? Right. I think Henry Ford was one of the earlier guys who competed for quality workers and we can thank him for the 40 hour work week, which I know a lot of people would say 40 hours is too much, but whenever you can't compare 40 to like 140, you know, that's, that's a pretty good deal.
0: I feel bad that Henry Ford never was afforded the opportunity to let us know whether he preferred him, her, she, he, or whatever. Oh, my God. And is, I feel like, is it appropriate to say he? We don't know because that Not wasn't socially. No, that wasn't socially accepted back then. Maybe he felt that way. <laughs> I mean, I, am I right? No, <laughs>
1: Not even a little bit.
0: All right. Well, this is a little bit of the Babylon Bee in there. Um, I'm obviously joking, but, I mean, it sounds about as ridiculous as what we're supposed to believe currently in this country.
1: And and that's why I think that the idea of the silent majority uh, doesn't get enough merit. <coughs> oh. What happened?
0: I got some of the cheese
1: powder down in my throat. And you coughed on it? Mm-hmm. Okay. But God was that good. Your your popcorn is also really good. That popcorn maker machine is pretty pretty amazing. So Thanks. Yeah. Um, thanks the, to your dad.
0: Yeah, and my, my my boys and my wife love
1: it. Oh yeah. I mean, if it gets used then that's a win. Um <clears throat> anyway, back to <laughs> where we were at before, Sam. Coughed on almost literal Cheeto dust. Um, Pixie dust. Pixie dust. Dotsie dust. dots, dust. Dots. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is already a fun podcast. It's great. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, just let loose. I think we, we need more written house, Rye. Right? Amen. Uh, <laughs> hey,
0: if all stuff is really going to hell, why not just enjoy it? Well, and it, now, now here's what we're going to talk about because i'm being debbie downer but you're a little bit more positive than me in this area actually yes for one
1: well wait a minute nice segue right yeah it, it is a very <laughs> nice segue I'm, I'm trying to remember in the past yeah i think i have always been more optimistic than you in the past and unfortunately every single time i've had egg <laughs> my in my, my, face. Pe-
0: my pessimism is what out every
1: time and and that Really frustrates I, me. I, I'm sure I'm. I, oh, bet I you wish it. that you were wrong,
0: but I try. I do wish I'm wrong, and I don't try to rub it in as you, I mean, but I <laughs> often maybe every now and then,
1: <laughs> but the, I, I deserve it for being for not seeing your wisdom, Sam. I'm sorry. But the truth <laughs> of the
0: matter is, I from the start of the pandemic restriction said, Whoa,
1: yeah, I, n- I have never, ever, ever wavered from that. No, you're right, and and Knowing what I knew back then, I don't, I don't regret having the position that I had. Because at the time, my belief was that we have been attacked by a bioweapon from China. Yes, I believed this back in 2020, and I believe it today. My position doesn't change very much. Um, <clears throat> but I believe that we were being attacked by a Chinese bioweapon. And I thought it was reasonable to have two weeks, even up to a month, up to a month of a lockdown so that we could, as they said, flatten the curve. Because I, I looked at it as like, you know, during a World War Two air raid, you're not going to turn on all the lights and advertise your business because you're going to get bombed, mm-hmm. dumbass. Right. Um, but and, and at that time, that's exactly the kind of same sort of analog that I was thinking.
0: It was a reasonable frame of
1: reference. Yeah, and I, I think that my I'm not going to deny that. Uh, uh,
0: but, you know, I came out and said, Steve, when have we ever known the government to institute anything like this and
1: let it go? And that had a lot more merit than I wish it had. But I, I trusted in Trump at the time. And
0: I thought Trump won't let it happen. Because once they once they institute anything, it becomes a lever for some leverage for somebody. And that's why, honestly, none of the things they institute ever go ever get rectified because someone then has a lobby for it. Yeah. Because somebody had benefited from it. And then that group of people becomes a inherent voting block. And it <laughs> it's yes. like they create voting blocks with these <laughs>
1: They create a problem, and I think it was Thomas Sowell who was saying that the big problem with government solutions is that with if when the problem is gone, the bureaucrats don't have a job anymore, so they need that problem mm-hmm. to continue, to justify their existence. So they don't want to fix it. They just want to complain and whine about it. And there's plenty
0: of them in there, I think. Like, here's what I think. it, it It's a lot of psychology sort of uh, stuff, but I think if you – mostly, um, if you pulled individual members of Congress and the Senate and the you know executive branch and all that, if you pulled them out one by one and you asked them all the same series of questions, most of them would give you the same, pretty much the same answer, I, I believe. But it's the group think thing. So it's like the mob thing. Yes. When you pull individuals out of the mob, you get reasonable people, but yet you still have the mob when they're in there and it's like I can't help but think that the vast 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 majority of this country is actually a lot more closely
1: aligned than they think. So I think if- a lot of people want the same things. Like I know that <clears throat> as a conservative which you know I, I Sam and I were just having a conversation just trying to brainstorm I- ideas and have fun just chatting because Sam and I have a ton of fun just chatting. Mhm. Um we were trying to come up with a, a topic to really kick this thing off, you know. And and, and during our, our chatting, we were, God, how many things did we talk about? A
0: bunch. Hell, uh, yeah, we got in the middle of something. I said, we need to start recording.
1: Yeah, be, because if we didn't start recording, we would end up just chatting until one in the morning. Oh, like, oh I
0: remember what you were saying. Do you remember it now?
1: Yeah. Go ahead and present it.
0: I'll present it. So I was saying something about, uh, we were just talking about Biden and how everything's gotten terrible and literally, for lack of a better phrase, gone to shit.
1: He has the inverse Midas touch. Which, yes, you know, and that's Midas, what Steve said. Steve
0: comes doing. out and says, "Yeah, he, so. has, he has, he didn't explicitly say the inverse of the Midas touch. He just said he's got the Midas touch in reverse. Yeah whatever Biden (laughs) touch turns to shit
1: shit. turns to shit like Midas. And for any, I don't know how many listeners you have, but for any listeners that don't know who King Midas was, he was a um, mythological figure who uh, wanted the power to turn everything he touched into gold. And so everything he touched turned to gold. Of course, obviously this was, a moral lesson. He fell in love with a woman. He touched her. She turned to gold. She was dead. That sucked. But, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of companies, like ah, oh, the Midas touch. Da, da, da. I don't. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like there was a jingle for that back yeah. in the day.
0: There's a- Midas is like also a um, <clears throat> car place, I think. Yeah. And they did the Midas touch. Yeah.
1: yeah, but but anyway, like everything he turns touches turns to gold. Whereas Biden, everything he touches turns to shit. I mean, we had 2019, the best economic numbers in our country's history. Um, And then two years later, in 2021, we had (laughs) transitory inflation.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Transitory. But back to what you were saying before. They they actually, Steve, this will disappoint you, and I'll probably get fact-checked on this uh, statement. But I don't think in this country anymore they they teach the uh, typical Midas touch story that we learned about where King Midas, everything he touched turned to gold. Now it's everybody he touches turns woke. (sighs) Yeah. You should see King Wokus.
1: Whenever Donald Trump said everything woke turns to shit, that was one of the single greatest moments. Yeah. He was, really. that was
0: so prescient.
1: It, it was, it was very prescient. And.
0: Cause now we hilarious. have, we, now we have men beating women in for wins. titles in women's sports. Well, and we're supposed to act like that's okay? a good thing. Yeah. I like think I, I, I'm sorry. And I know that I'm saying this publicly, but that is not okay. No, it's not
1: okay. It, it, it <laughs> it is not okay. I guess that our daughters just have to settle for second place. Like they really gotta really work for that silver medal. And
0: the best, the best picture is that when they're on the podium, it, there is a freaking six foot four man standing there with a the medal next
1: to two <clears throat> women. It's it, like Jessica and South Park. You know the. I don't know if you ever saw this, but South Park did a thing a while back where. This guy was being rotten, <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, and he I loved,
0: gets, I, dude! I loved him back in the day.
1: But like, basically, it was an analog of Macho Man Randy Savage because let's be honest, Macho Man Randy Savage—he is like the epitome of masculinity, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, the 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 joke, and it is, was funny then too. I mean, it, people got it. But like in, in this episode, he Macho Man Randy Savage decides to change his name to Jessica. And compete in like a, a women's decathlon or something. And, and he's like, I'm going to kick some ass out there, <laughs> you know? And, and like, it, it just shows the women, like, you know how you got like the, the thing where the, the contestants stand on it and it's like, number one is in the middle and it's the highest and the number two's to the right. And it's kind of lower and the number three is to the left and it's lower than that. And you got the gold, silver, and bronze medals, and like on the the bronze and silver, the women are like they got black eyes; they've been had the crap beaten out of them. And then at the top is Jessica, aka Macho Man Randy, Randy Savage, you know, with the gold medal, and he's like doing flexes and stuff, like I kicked some ass today.
0: I'm glad to hear she won. Good, you know that's so. That's so empowering, empowering for all the young girls.
1: Yeah, it's so empowering for all the young girls to aspire to second place at best.
0: <laughs> no, they'll end up growing up and being indoctrinating to t- to tell everybody that they're boys.
1: Yeah, the guy, the underdog is. The I, bully I
0: mean, guy. honestly, where does it where does it end?
1: It ends whenever normal people put their foot down and openly say. This is a load of bullshit, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Which that is where my optimism comes from. Yes, nice segue. Yeah. To what we were originally stating. Amen. So my optimism comes from the fact, that, like in particular, the parental revolt to garbage gender nonsense in schools like CRT and um, gender reassignment at age five, which honestly is child abuse. It's child abuse. Like anybody who disagrees with that is out of their fucking mind. But <clears> that you have parents going to these parent-teacher conferences and standing up and stating the obvious as far as I'm concerned. And then these... school administrators and teachers are saying, get the cops, get them out of here. You know? And I know that right at that moment, that looks like a loss because the parents are made out to look to be like hysterical and crazy. But in fact, people who are watching this are like, well, I don't want my kids learning this stuff. You know, I don't want my kid to feel guilty just because he was born white and born a male. I don't want, my little daughter to have some 15 year old pervert who decides to put on a dress and go to the girl's bathroom because he wants a new pronoun. You know, by the way, manipulation of language is a very communistic thing. Um, I don't want my little daughter to get raped by some guy who has a larger bone structure because of fucking biology you know overpowering her by this mediocre dude steve i am going to have
0: to i am going to have to stop the conversation here this is too controversial um no i know it I, shouldn't no, be no one else should be <laughs> allowed to hear this um i don't want to be labeled or attached to anything where um chicks can have dicks and stuff like that and i mean that in a M- most most sincere, tolerant way, yeah. Most tolerant way. I want to be respectful. quote unquote
1: tolerant. You know, no. Now, now here's
0: here, here's my honestly. Here's my thing. Okay, if somebody wants to be transgender, or s- let's just say, if someone is transgender, okay, if someone is transgender, um, they can do whatever they want surgically till after they're eighteen. Okay, this is where I would say, okay, you're you're over eighteen. That's cool. You can live who you want to live to be. But prior to 18, no. There has been, and there has been enough data now, there's been several decades of this going on, that they know statistically that there is a very significant number of these people that want to undo this and end up committing suicide anyway. Why would you not, like in, in all of these instances, these kids get, by the psychologist at school, they get affirmative care, meaning that if they go there and say that they feel like they're the opposite sex, they're not allowed to say, are you sure you're just not depressed? No, that's illegal. They have to say, oh, you are of the opposite sex. Not huh. not questioning it, but telling them. It's affirmative. Right? right. So it, it starts off on the wrong foot. Because if you aren't affirmative, technically, that person gets in their feelings. Can't do that anymore.
1: Okay. So I didn't want to stop you because your points were good and I wanted you to finish that thought. But I've gone on another to, tangent. No, I want to circle back for oh, just sure. a second. I yeah. want to pull a Jensaki here. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but you said that after 18, why not 21?
0: I could go for either one. It doesn't no, really no, no. matter.
1: The, and the reasoning is because Joe Biden has made it so that uh, uh, not only do you have to be 21 to uh, drink alcohol, but you also have to be 21 to smoke uh tobacco products now did you notice that uh yeah i did actually so uh you know now you have to be 21 to smoke a cigarette and drink a beer to get your mind off of this bullshit but when you're five you can chop your dick off
0: without even notifying any without notifying right so like when when
1: imagine imagine if owen or Otto came home by the way dad i got my dick chopped off
0: right I'd be like, wait a minute. Nobody talked to me and, you know, oh, well, dad, I, I went to the school counselor and um, I guess that's confidential. They're not allowed to tell you about our conversations. And I told them what I felt like and they totally agreed. Oh, that's right. They're required by law to agree. God, if I went to every doctor I went to, which I've gone to a lot and said, I have this. And they always said, yeah, yeah, you do. You did have a brain tumor. We're cutting your brain open, even though I didn't. Yeah. I remember that incident. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if they treated me the way that I wanted to No,
1: it wouldn't be cool at all. Wait a minute, but that's not what we're being told. But what we're being told is a load of crap, and that's the problem. We're always being told a load of crap, and you're really enjoying those Dots. I should have bought two bags. I'm sorry. I'm sorry sorry I didn't buy two.
0: Well, they're amazing.
1: They are really fucking, really good. Really good.
0: Shameless plug, but you can find them at DotsPretzels.com. I'm reading that on the back of the bag.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a impromptu, unpaid advertisement. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, what, what we're being told is a load of crap. And that is going to be a segue, I think, to circle back to something from a long time ago, Ukraine. Yep. So... I have a few questions about the situation in Ukraine. First, I'm going to go ahead and state where I stand on that. I think that Ukraine has every right to be sovereign. And if I were Ukrainian, I think that I would, you know, trying to put myself as an analog, as an American, you know, if somebody invaded my country, I would strap on my boots, grab my guns, and defend my home. Absolutely. No question about it. Um. And I think if I were Ukrainian and Russia were invading my country, I would do the same thing because first of all, you know, it I think it's every man's duty to protect his home. And I think that as a Ukrainian, I would see Russians as a pretty massive threat historically. Oh yeah. Because, you know, they
0: The bag of dots is done, by the, the way.
1: The bag of dots is done. Uh may may it rest in peace. Um
0: <clears throat> I wish it was edible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have bought two. Um,
0: uh, real quick, how much was one bag of those? What, five bucks.
1: Five or six, something like that. Well worth it oh yeah it, it this would be well worth it before bide inflation but anyway um
0: you were talking about the invasion of the Viger. invasion yeah.
1: yeah so historically speaking you know uh ukraine was uh forced into the soviet union the warsaw pact uh they had this thing called the holodomor which was starved them to death yeah the Um, they decided that uh, Ukraine produced a lot of stuff and they wanted them to produce equal amounts with the rest of Russia, which was fucking nothing. And so all the stuff got pulled out of Ukraine, taken into Moscow um, and I guess Siberia or something, maybe, probably not. But either way, it was probably all taken out of Ukraine and burned, to be honest with you, knowing communists. But either way, millions of Ukrainians died of starvation how do you die of starvation you have to be in a pretty desperate situation to die of starvation and they live in the
0: freaking breadbasket of the of europe. europe yeah, yeah. like
1: <laughs> you, you starve in the breadbasket of europe like w- what better endorsement of communism can you find you starve in the breadbasket. Wait bread
0: a minute basket. didn't the same thing happen in china
1: yes oh it yeah
0: did. is a correlation there right That don't the, look it's related. It, it, Don't look. It must be fake.
1: Correlation isn't always causation, but this time it is causation. Um, sometimes it is, Sometimes correlation is causation. God bless it. Please, everybody, stop listening. This makes too much sense. <laughs> <laughs> but really, so you got the Holodomor. You have Chernobyl, which I'm sure that anybody listening to this knows about the Chernobyl incident, which, you know, was a bureaucratic mess. Uh, in a nuclear power plant, um, that you know, the reactor melted down, and the response could have been better. And everybody, all the bureaucrats were just trying to figure out who to blame. I mean, they're, trying to figure out how to hide it, how to hide it, who to blame, etc. Um, so yeah, if I if I'm a Ukrainian, do I want another Chernobyl holodomor? I don't think so. So I'm going to fight tooth and nail to keep these motherfuckers out of my homeland. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, 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 my stance on Ukraine is, um, yeah. Fuck Putin.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I want to say this and I, you don't have to agree with me. This is not related. Okay. I love Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse rye is tough to drink.
1: Hey, I've been enjoying the heck out of this Rittenhouse rye.
0: No, if I pound it, it's fine. Mm hmm. I think it's because I ate too many of those cheese things. Like, my whole mouth is lined with powdered cheese. (laughs) Steve just gives me this look (laughs) like, God, (laughs) damn. This Uh, has been one of our best conversations. because It's it's been fun. No, it has been. It's it's about, and if anybody is listening to this, which I hope you are, and if you ever want to join us for this conversation and let yourself out there publicly too and lose your job, you're more than welcome. To, you're more than welcome to join the conversation.
1: Lose your job, tank your ESG score. Um which by the way. We're
0: taking all callers. Yeah. Um but uh honestly, I don't think we've said anything that hasn't been blatantly obvious. You're um you're right now giving a little bit of the history of Ukraine and their their whole issue with Russia. Right. And I knew about the Holodomor. That that was what we're basically told in school was the time period where they all starved to death um, due to the Germans invasion invading is what I kind of related it to, but I don't think they were the same events.
1: No, it, it, it all had to do with uh, it, the same reason
0: centralization.
1: That, it, it's the same reason that the Chinese starved despite having so much uh, um, food production, so much agriculture, uh, which is, you know, in China, they wanted to pride themselves on having the most wheat. They had so much wheat, it grew so thick. That they had that to burn can, it. That you can stand on the tops of the wheat. That's how thick their wheat was. And these idiots, with their pride, were able to convince the uh, the central authorities in Beijing that, oh, well, that's how much wheat they can uh, produce, so that's how much we're going to take. And whenever they found out that that amount of wheat not only doesn't exist but can't exist, well, at that point, it's too late because uh, you have a couple hundred billion people starving to death. Yeah,
0: they were lying.
1: Yes, they were lying. To look good.
0: They were lying to look good, to please the central government, because they'd already watched them kill how many millions of people? (laughs) So they were willing to do absolutely anything they said. Yep. Which meant lying. Yep. Yep. And it
1: ended up starving a bunch more people. Exactly. You know,
0: it, it's uh, You can see how it can happen, man. Um, crazy. It, it,
1: it happened in China. It happened in the Soviet Union. <clears throat> it's happened in Cuba. North Korea. My God, North Korea. Uh, they live
0: in a perpetual state of starvation.
1: Yeah, I mean, they eat tree bark and grass and rats, you know. Um, you got to be in a pretty rough situation <laughs> to chop the bark off of a tree and try to make soup out of it. But... <sighs> That's life over there. And it doesn't have to be that way. You know, it's, by the way, I if
0: wonder if you the, boiled bark for long enough, if it became kind of like a mush soup, like a porridge.
1: I don't think it would work out, honestly. Like,
0: because I, I was going to say, if I ate something like that, that might be the only way that I could eat it that maybe might be filling. <laughs> But any other way, like if it was just bark sitting, like resting on the top of hot soup, and it was just like staining the water, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, either way, it's not going to really provide nutrition. But the the, the the point of it is, the ultimate point is I don't I, I don't stand against Ukraine in this. Um, I think that uh, the Ukrainians are the... Good guys. Uh, when we're talking government to government, they're the less bad guys. Yeah, it's hard to
0: look at things now anymore based on the people, the Russian people and the Ukrainian people. Both they all just
1: want to live. Yeah, I think that, and it's I think the, that's true for the Russia the whole the for the whole Americans.
0: world. Yeah, everybody in the world just wants to live in peace and harmony. Yeah, and it's the people running these places that <laughs> want to maintain power and control of what little little bit of nothing that they have um and that's what this stuff all boils down to like you know i was telling my mother the other day and by default several other people but like you know at least you know we're we're, this all this stuff's going on in ukraine and uh you know stuff was way worse in world war ii and i don't want to equate these World War II to the same as this, but I mean, you can see similarities to how that got going. Uh, well, I mean to,
1: like, you know, there's, there was a time before World War II.
0: Right. And I feel like this is similar to that. And so I was saying, you know, about Russian people, you know, my, uh, she said, well, they're not throwing Russian people in prison like they were Asian people during, um during that time period. And I said, I know mom, but it's the, it's 2022. You don't have to physically throw somebody in jail anymore. You can just freeze their assets, stop them from being able to go here, there, and every you know, everything's digital. I mean they're
1: digital prison. Yeah,
0: and, and they're getting fired. It's they're digital getting digital concentration. Yeah, they're they're getting treated the same. It's just in 22 2022's standards.
1: Yeah. And so I think for us to it's think it's a lot more politically correct yeah, than to think, into a camp. To unless think, you're in Australia. In Australia, you know, all the hot chicks are in the camps. And it's it's just a glorious time to be oh, in these and, uh, COVID yeah. camps, but my point is is we're we're, we're
0: not far <laughs> we're nowhere near more f- morally superior now than we were then. Give me a
1: break. No, they were people then; we're people now?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I just think that that's an absurd. And I'm not saying that my mother was making that correlation, but I think there's a lot of people that think that. And I'm like, no, if we had to do things crazy like that, we're gonna do them, right? Like it's uh, the way that it's just the way it is. I think that people
1: using uh, modern moral standards to criticize people of a different period of time are absolutely despicable and shallow and incapable of critical thought. But that aside, uh, sorry if I kind of offended for a few people there. No, I'm not really sorry. As if all.
0: we haven't offended literally every possible thing that we could already during this podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, offending people is kind of fun at this point. Um, And and, and going back to my optimism, you know, it's getting... Are you circling back, back again? A little bit. I like to circle back, you know. It's something that I took from Jen Psaki because she's on TV a lot trying to justify Biden's bullshit. Um, but circling back a little bit that kind of goes back to my optimism is uh it's starting to get popular once again to actually point out how utterly fucking stupid these liberal well not necessarily liberal but certainly progressive um stances are because even even trevor noah and bill maher I Trevor Noah, Trevor fucking Noah. that
0: surprised me because Bill Maher's kind of turned the tides a little bit. Yeah.
1: Like I'm not as surprised at Bill Maher because you know, he was a liberal at a time that I might've kind of considered myself liberal aligned. I've always been independent. He hasn't taken all the bait, right? He hasn't taken all the bait. He's just taken most of it. But even Trevor Noah had to acknowledge that, Biden getting snubbed by the Saudis like this would have never happened to Trump. And he's right. It would have never happened to Trump because Trump projected strength. Biden projects, I don't know, pudding in his brain because his brain is putting reverse Midas touch, reverse Midas touch. Right. And another thing that we were talking about before the, uh, we started this was, uh, I've always called him Beijing Biden. Because I think that he is bought and paid for by the Chinese Communist Party, just like all the California liberals. You know, I believe that California is the thirty second province of China at this point. I mean like you've got like, China
0: has no influence over here. Who are you kidding? Oh my god. And I if, if no you can't see me, but I'm being I'm like smirking.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah, he's uh dripping with sarcasm. Um just like I'm sure that uh uh they were dripping with sweat over in California whenever it was found out that Fong Fong was... Eric Swalwell, was,
0: he was dripping with something.
1: With, yeah, shit. <laughs> well, Fong Fong was dripping with something from Eric Swalwell, <laughs> and Eric Swalwell was probably giving Fong Fong no, a not remember a lot of influence.
0: Don't remember him for that. Remember him for leading the impeachment hearing by God. That's the noble thing to do. Who cares about this other stuff that needs to be forgotten? Wait a minute, Uh the M- All you digital washers out there, erase any history of that online so that it never happened for Eric
1: Swalwell. That was, v- that was a double-plus good take, <laughs> comrade. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I need some more of this rye.
0: Um, no, it's the truth, though. I mean, it's such big news that he had this spy in his whole orbit that he was fucking... Yeah. No big deal. He's so for lack of a better word, popular cuz he's obviously not intelligent that <laughs>
1: popularity and intelligence are not mutually exclusive. Unless uh, unless
0: you're looking at Sam. You unless
1: know, you're looking at Sam. Yeah, but if you're looking at Cardi him. B, you're then just looking at booty. You're just looking at retard.
0: Yeah. It's like <laughs> a blob with a booty. Yeah. <laughs> fucking cardi b but anyway i'm um, sorry I'm, I'm getting into all these sarcastic uh things it,
1: it's hard not but to it's be, hard not because it's fucking insane because we live in a clown world right now yeah everything like it, it feels like we're not allowed to speak what's obvious and if you've ever read 1984 which i believe should be a required mandatory reading, reading. mandatory reading absolutely um It makes you think Because it makes you think Ironically, I bought my copy of 1984 in China, by the way How they let it It was in English I'm assuming that the censors were like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But anyway um, Which means I Wa means I Kan means look Bu means no Dong means understand I look but don't understand, which means a way to say, I don't know what the fuck this means. But anyway, uh, amen, amen. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, multilingual hillbilly. Go figure. But anyway, <laughs> That is uh,
0: very surprising. Yeah. If we were doing video version of this, you guys would get all oh, bullshit that guy. And oh, my God. Which the next time I think I am going to record it, I've got this little tripod sitting right there, and I've recorded some of them. I I didn't think you and I, actually with your shirt, it would have been freaking awesome. It says truth really upsets most people, right? Yeah. And so that's an acronym for.
1: No, no, it's not an acronym. It's an acrostic.
0: Acrostic for Trump. Yeah. T truth, R really, U upsets, M most P. People. Guess and who
1: got me that shirt?
0: Your wife.
1: My Chinese wife. Yeah. God bless her soul. God bless her soul. You know,
0: I will say that my wife is starting to really, I believe, understand a lot of my leanings uh, a little bit. Um, and that's a good, positive. It's, it's a good. It's to, a very good thing. It's good to be with someone that understands you.
1: R- Regardless of who or what or why, if somebody comes out of all of this hating communism, that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, today is, what is today's date? Today is March the 24th. Um, Do you know what we were celebrating? Well, what I (laughs) was celebrating on uh, March the 14th.
0: Yes, because I think you sent me the meme. You want me to say? Yes. The death of Karl Marx.
1: Yes, that's the day he became a good communist.
0: <laughs> that I loved that. I actually saved that. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, he knew all the damage he's done. Uh, he
1: would probably be proud of it, because if you if you know anything about the history of Karl Marx, then you would know that all of the current Marxists are just, are basically the ideological descendants of Karl Marx to a T and in like their lifestyles, you know, because Marx, he was, he was the part of the bourgeoisie. He was a rich privileged person and he was a moocher and he did feel entitled to other people's stuff. So, you know, he's just like your average college Marxist, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> your your average social justice college uh, uh, freshman to, well, unfortunately, senior for a lot of people. But <clears throat> all that aside, I think that we should segue into something before we go tangent, 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 and then completely lose the plot. Yeah,
0: the plot has been great.
1: The plot's been fun. It has been. We've been drinking Rittenhouse Rye in order to celebrate the freedom of a man who did what all Americans should be doing, which is going and providing help to his community during a time of distress.
0: Yeah, I think that to make make anyone feel like they should be afraid to protect their life or the life of their wife, family members... Or anybody around them really um, is a, is a, is a mortal sin. It is a mortal sin. Uh, you shouldn't be prosecuting. And and there was no. I mean, everybody could see the videos. Mm-hmm. There was no ev- like the guy it, was protected. The First of all you have to mentally itself. yeah you have to mentally be able to block off the fact that the guy was there standing with a rifle and was not provoking people with him shooting the people in self defense. You have to be able to break those two things apart. But the only argument I've heard from the other side, the people that don't agree with you and me, yeah. They can't differentiate between the two. He was asking to be shot and and, oh he
1: was asking for it. He was wearing a short skirt, so he was asking for it. Yeah.
0: Right. It's the same thing. Like rape. You're, exactly. vi- you're
1: victim blaming, Sam. Uh, the, well, you're not, but they uh, are.
0: Right. So that's the whole point. <laughs> Amen. So it's like And if you buy into that, I can't talk to you.
1: Yeah. At that like, point at, at, at that the, at that point you're so fucking stupid that you're beyond redemption. Like if you actually if you know like the only time That I would be able to talk to somebody who thinks that Kyle Rittenhouse was in the wrong is if they made an opinion before they looked at the facts and looked at the evidence. And part of me, part of me can't blame them because a lot of the evidence was deemed too graphic for our poor little eyes. But another part of me can blame them because if you spend just a couple more minutes looking it up you can find everything Mm -hmm. you know if if you just use your brain it's a shame that it even went that far. it should have never gone to trial it's unbelievable to me that it got that far yeah it really (laughs) is unbelievable that it got that far
0: like all that's doing is scaring people that are on the fence about wanting to be able to protect themselves
1: i remember and
0: that's bogus that's our fundamental right
1: yes I remember the day that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of all charges. You called me, right? You called me and said, isn't this great? Kyle Rittenhouse is going to go free. He's not going to get in any ounce of trouble at all as it should be. And I said, yes, that's great. But, and this is an area where you had more optimism and I had more pessimism. Mm -hmm. Because, I I don't know, I guess that I'm a little bit more justice-minded. But- My first thing was, yeah, that's great, but this should have never gone to trial because this was such an obvious case of self-defense that it it, this shouldn't have... Like, Kyle spending all that time in jail. If you really think about it, this 17-year-old kid spent all this time in jail despite the fact that he was clearly innocent. Anybody who's got access to fucking YouTube could see. Well, that's
0: what I would say. Like, I can see throwing Kyle Rittenhouse in jail for several weeks because, and I know this sounds messed up, but to gather all this evidence sort of stuff because you don't know, okay? So this is the whole point of these holdings. I hate, I've been in these things. So, I know
1: you have, and and I thought it was bullshit when they put you in there.
0: Right, but my point is, is one the second that they saw enough enough justification to see that there was any doubt at all, he should have been, he should have been pulled out, and maybe hmm. that's what they did. I don't know, but you you see what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing: like, if, if and they anybody, should never hold somebody indefinitely. That's why they right. have bonds, but like,
1: yeah. it, it, it shouldn't. Here's the thing. Like if, if, if you have an internet connection and two thumbs to type on your your phone device, whatever it is, iPhone, Android, whatever, Kyle uh, Kyle All right, Rittenhouse,
0: Biden phone device. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any kind of any kind of device that that has access that has access to YouTube, you know, be it computer or phone, whatever, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse Video. And then you watch and then you'll see that these idiot leftists who like every every time, every time one of us starts to fight back, they pull out their cell phones because they want to try to really hard to catch us looking bad after being provoked. Because that's their tactic. And it's. It's getting obvious at this point. That's where I
0: feel like I know that you say that. Okay, so can I segue this real quick?
1: Let me finish my thought. Okay. Just real quick. Anybody who has access to the internet and can look at YouTube should have been able, and I would expect somebody as honorable as a court justice to be able to go to YouTube and look and see, wow, why are you guys wasting my time with this shit? He's innocent. Let him go right exactly that was my thought go ahead well let me segue <laughs>
0: into the fact of you know pushing people in and then into doing something and then recording them doing it and this is going to sound like a uh, pro-russian propaganda but it's not
1: oh we're re-segbagging seg- yeah segueing back, back to, the, to, to the ukraine thing okay, okay so
0: I'm, I'm glad for this and le- and this is a good segue you see where i'm going with this already? i like this a lot yeah so Similar to the Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. where we felt like some they were pushing into Cuba and putting missiles in Cuba towards us, we freaked
1: out. Sixty miles from Florida, yeah. Well, we've
0: been doing the same thing for years, equipping the people of Ukraine towards Russia, and they feel like it. So, it, well, that, actually,
1: actually, let me stop you just real quick, okay? Because we've been doing that to other. Baltic states, but not Ukraine. And what we've actually been doing in Ukraine, there are biolabs there. Mm -hmm. This has been cited by a Democrat, Tulsi Gabbard. I know that that I I say this in exclamation because, you know.
0: No, it's frustrating,
1: yeah. Because a Democrat was actually speaking the truth. I mean, like that somebody bring out the Bible and write a new chapter. A Democrat speaks the truth. Um... But anyway, what was happening is, if I, if I can really explain why Putin is doing what he's doing, like, to anybody who doesn't really get it, is if we kind of flip the script a little bit, and let's pretend this alternate history where the Soviet Union won the Cold War, okay? Okay. The Soviet Union still exists. They're the economic powerhouse of the world. And they're gaining influence around the world. They have both hard power and soft power. Do you know the difference between hard power and soft power?
0: Not technically, but I think I assume
1: it. Hard power is military nukes, things that you can see and touch that can kill you. Soft power is things like TV shows, books, things that can influence people, pop stars, music, etc. China's got a lot of that. China has a lot of that, but they're losing it, uh, which goes back to my optimism. But anyway, so let's pretend for a second that the Soviet Union won the Cold War, okay? And they're encroaching, like they have nuclear armed all the way up to Colombia or Panama, okay? So Panama, Cuba, uh, Colombia, these are all nuclear armed Warsaw Pact nations. And now they're trying to reach Mexico, how would you feel living in America and some Soviet premier is having talks about Mexico joining the Warsaw Pact?
0: Yeah, no, so you're, you're saying what I'm saying, and I, I say that we've been giving them stuff because maybe not.
1: Maybe not literally giving them stuff. Right, but, but I mean the whole Trump phone call
0: is we were giving them a billion dollars. We've been giving Ukraine money for defense for a long time. So my my point is that's similar to the missile crisis. And so we're saying the same thing. So we felt awful about it during that time period. Right. right, We're pissed. Yeah. And of course, in this situation, they feel, and so that comes back to the aggressor thing. Is it where the people, um, this is what I segued from and what I want to bring it back to, where they'll uh, get people all riled up and then start recording. Right. So, Who's the aggressor? If I get mad at you, Steve, and I get up in your face and I'm spitting and hollering and yelling and blah blah, blah, and then you finally deck me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's similar to the Cuban Missile Crisis and similar to this. Yeah. And the only difference is, and so like Ukraine is kind of like a like a like a no man's land. It's in the middle of the NATO alliance and Russia, the old and and it was part of the old Soviet bloc. Yeah. So it's like not, and this is what I have a problem with. <clears throat> they are not part of NATO. We do not have any duty or obligation to be and, doing any of this stuff.
1: And that is precisely why Putin was able to invade and we were able to not involve ourselves and we're all not having nuclear bombs drop all around He us. wouldn't have done it if they were part of it. Yeah. See,
0: that's the whole point is he was never going to allow it.
1: Well, here, here's here's another thing. It's an thing.
0: interesting thing to think about. Like, it, it it, it, it's really...
1: Now, here here's another interesting, complex. Thing, to, interesting thing to think about is uh, Trump just recently had an interview on the Full Send podcast, which is available on Rumble. It's been censored on YouTube after gaining 5 million views. Um, I just want everybody to consider that. It has been censored on youtube after gaining 5 million views of after one day so on that podcast uh trump said among many things he said that you know he had a good relationship with vladimir putin which i'm sure the left is like i knew it, i fucking knew it um he 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 had a good relationship with vladimir putin in the fact that he said something and Putin would be like, okay, I'll back off. But basically Trump straight up said that he told Putin like, yeah, you know, um, if you invade invade Ukraine, I'm going to uh, nuke Moscow. I'm going to wipe Moscow off the face of the earth. And maybe Putin only believed that 5%. But that 5% is a lot more than the 0% that he can believe that Biden, whenever Biden said, I'm going to go and I'm going to uh, Putin's never faced a guy like me before or something like that. Oh, Cause most
0: of them are in a damn retirement home or in the ground
1: <laughs> in the ground. Like most of Biden's voters. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Whoops! Did I say it out loud? Sorry, yeah, that must be the written. Uh, I was right on
0: another piece of miss or a qu- disinformation or miss whatever. or disinformation. Scene. Yeah. Hang. I, who can we pay
1: to sort of cite something <laughs> to say that it's not true? <laughs> who can we pay to fact check us and then put the facts at the bottom of the article? Yeah. Um. But my 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 ultimate point though here is that this invasion would never have happened if Trump had, well, Trump was elected, but if Trump were in the white house right now, and if he were, if he had his finger on the button and if he had his hand next to the telephone with Moscow, do you think that Ukraine would be going through the shit that they're going through right now? Do you think that Sam? No, not at all. And even Trevor Noah would probably somebody like Trevor fucking Noah or, or Bill Maher would be saying, Oh no, absolutely not. If Trump were in the white house right now, uh, Putin would be like, I don't know, maybe blustering or talking about how awesome Russia is, but that's about it. The fact is he wouldn't be leaving his own borders. No, I mean, you'll notice whenever Bush was president, I, I'm going to have to go ahead and put on my 2004 hat here and say Buck Bush or fuck Bush because Bush was a liberal and a piece of shit. Um Whenever Bush was in charge, what happened to Georgia? They got <laughs> invaded. Yeah. I'm not talking about Georgia with Atlanta, feller. I'm talking about Georgia of the former Soviet Union. And you know what happened? After that invasion, the Georgians who lived there were ethnically cleansed. Yes, 21st century ethnic cleansing. Believe it or not, it's fucking happening. And then whenever Obama was in charge, what happened to Crimea? It got annexed. There was a, I'm using real big finger quotes here, election in the uh, Crimean Peninsula. And uh, they, uh, uh, I'm using big air quotes again, decided, uh, voted, that they wanted to be part of Russia again. So that way Russia could have access to the Black Sea. Um. (laughs) Doesn't that sound like what happened here? We had an election to push
0: forward a crazy progressive agenda that actually nobody in this country really wanted?
1: Yeah. That does sound a lot like what happened here. It sounds like as far, as long as I've been alive, I haven't been alive a long time, only 35 years, yeah. going on 36. Um, but as long as I've been alive, you know, no state ever, has ever said, ah, we're sleepy. We'll continue the vote counts in the morning. And nobody's pulled a bunch of votes from under the table. But um, verboten... Subjects aside, by the way, they still say 2016 was stolen by the Russians. Um, Verboten subjects aside, um, the, the, the fact is under Obama, Crimea was annexed by Russia. And then there was this four year period whenever somebody else was in charge where Russia didn't do shit. Oh, Trump was in charge. And everybody thought Trump was crazy. And that, that that was good for us because whenever our guy is a bully, believe it or not, whenever our guy is a bully, he's our bully, he tells the rest of the world, you can't mess around. What What, what happened all of a sudden? There was peace in the Middle East, something that uh, a lot of rappers like to talk about. but nobody really acknowledged whenever the, the UAE and what was it what, who else Saudi Arabia? acknowledged Israel, Israel's existence. Mm-hmm. Like It was huge. It, it, it's, that's a huge thing. And a lot of people don't really realize how huge that is. And then he, a lot of presidents talked about building a wall. A lot of presidents talked about uh, securing our border. And a lot of presidents talked about moving our capital to Jerusalem. Or not, not our capital, moving our... <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there that would probably be like, oh, yeah, that's where our capital really is. Um, Those are the idiots on the other side. But moving our Israeli uh, consulate into uh, Jerusalem, a lot of people talked about that, but only one guy actually did that, and that was Trump. What do you think about that? I, I, I totally...
0: I'm just, this whole situation is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to, like...
1: If you're trying to, if you're paying attention to things and you don't have the memory span of a goldfish, which, by the way, goldfish have a memory span of about five seconds. So that's why I like to refer to goldfish, because they have a notoriously short memory span. Uh, if, If you have a memory span greater than that of a goldfish and you've been paying attention to these things, then... There's a lot of things that are happening that just don't make sense. Uh, Like everything? Everything. Right. Well, maybe not everything, but pretty darn close to it. You know? I mean, you had the Bengals in the Super Bowl. That was good. So. But then they lost. Well, yeah, they lost, but they were in the Super Bowl, and they're an Ohio team, and, like, you know, that doesn't make sense. But. That's
0: as close to West Virginia as you can get, except for Kentucky.
1: Yeah, actually, I think Cincinnati is closer than Cleveland, so, yeah. That's yeah, true.
0: Cleveland. I went up to Cleveland one time, and it was so beautiful. But while we were there at the gas station, we witnessed somebody overdose <clears throat> on the <laughs> – and. Uh, <coughs> <laughs> they had, and my kids were in the car. Um,
1: Took your kids to Cleveland.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was the shitty city tour. Uh, I swear to God, it's called the shitty city tour. And there's Why a list you of want to take your- There's a there's ten shitty cities. I'm heading to Baltimore. <laughs> I'm heading to Baltimore in two weeks. No. It's it's on my bucket list
1: why would you go to, to see the 10 shitty cities that doesn't sound like a bucket list that i would want to fill, honestly
0: you know you know that's awesome though
1: i mean it it would be awesome to come on here on another podcast and say Gu- guess what happened when i went to baltimore because <sighs> you just did a guess what happened when i went to cleveland i witnessed an overdose with my kids in the car um, he got Narcan. he
0: survived. I, they had like, uh, apparently cause I went into the, it was at a gas station. I went into the gas station and talked to the clerk and they'd called, uh, the EMS and they were just around the corner and there's like four or five of them pulled up and narc and them. And the whole time I was trying to pay and go outside and I was cleaning my windows cause we were heading back that day. This is in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah, of course. Like, the, uh, like the, that day, August the 28th that, uh, Got our city put on a Netflix documentary. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Huntington, West Virginia. Heroin with an E (sighs) on Netflix. Check it out. I've seen all the places that they showcase. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Um, (laughs) But, you know, it was sad because right before I left, my uh, kids were in the car, were ready to leave, and there's this guy. He's been narcing, and he's leaning over the... uh, I don't know, some old junker car, and he was going. I mean, and I'm just like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's get, let's get going, trap the kids in, let's get out of here, let's, let's go. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole entire another podcast because that problem isn't getting any better either. But under Trump, and I'm not blaming Trump, something has to be done. But I don't know what the answer is. But Huntington seems to be like. The Cleveland Clinic for people that are in drug rehab.
1: Well, we have a guy.
0: <laughs> We've gotten so much money that there's like more drug rehabilitation fuckers running around here than hospitals.
1: Well, we have a mayor who has sullied my first name.
0: a man
1: Steve Williams.
0: Oh, yeah. Steven. I'm sorry, not Amen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck yeah, he, him. Fuck all of his. Like, glasses-wearing, suit-wearing. Well, boogers. don't tell me
0: about him. Run against him. You'd be my... I would choose you if you lived in city limits, which means you need to move.
1: I do live in city limits. I live in Huntington.
0: Is that... Does that count up there? Is that, um, like, annexed or something?
1: Oh, no. It, I'm right before...
0: Because some, some Huntington addresses still aren't, aren't Huntington. They're not in the city limits. You ought to look into that.
1: <clears> okay. Because right.
0: my address is Huntington, but I'm not... I can't vote for mayor. Really? Yeah, you, you got to be in. I don't think you are.
1: Well, I'll double check that. But either way. I'm glad we talked about that. Cause you, yeah, uh, vote for the better Steve uh, if you're in Huntington.
0: That's a good ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I, donate I, money, but you won't want my name on your campaign.
1: Uh, you know what? I think that not caring is going to become a very popular stance to take. Uh, not being pompous and uh, explaining nuance to people might become popular. I hope popular. Um, but, you know. Yeah, people will want to hear the rest of the story. Exactly. Why is this? You know, it, it's. This world isn't run by cartoon villains or angels with halos around their head.
0: Yeah, like I was telling you earlier, you know, people are running around going, yeah, inflation's bad. It's like 7 point something percent. And I told you, I'm like, it's really like 30 some percent. Well,
1: it was 7 point something percent whenever Biden got started, but it's been compounding. And Sam, uh, since you're the economist, why don't you explain what compounding interest is?
0: yeah every day that it goes up seven and a half or whatever percent <laughs> i mean it adds up
1: very quickly yeah so seven percent uh in february might become 14 percent in january might become 28
0: percent well i was telling um, steve you know one of the most obvious things we buy some frozen totino's pizza another shameless plug great pizza's cheap I like how crispy the crust is.
1: I haven't had any Totinos in a long time. Okay, well they used to sell
0: a a Totino's. Well, the ones we bought, I don't know, I don't know how to describe them, but they were a dollar a piece last summer. Right now they're a dollar forty nine. So I don't know. Isn't like a dollar? That's like one hundred. So if it went up forty nine to a dollar forty nine, that would be like. 49%. 49%. 49%. Yeah, 49%. Very easy math. Easy. The e- I'm like easy Phil Robertson, 100. <laughs> it. But I mean, it, yeah, it, that was no, that was not a 7% increase. And to be honest with you, I think you could go across the board, and if you were to be keeping an honest spreadsheet, <clears throat> government doesn't do that, but uh, if you were to keep an honest spreadsheet and you went back <laughs> at the end of one month, you'd go 7.8%. My gas is up 6 You know, thirty six percent. My food's up forty some percent. My utilities are up fifteen percent. My average, my average inflation is really like thirty seven percent. Where are they coming up with seven point six percent?
1: And where were you? And what about your wages?
0: Oh yeah, they're the same. Oh, but don't worry, we got a twelve hundred dollar stimulus check.
1: Oh, the twelve hundred bucks, the Biden bucks. I remember there was this guy on my Facebook who said, "Give me the stimmies." (laughs) And you know what I've replied to him. I was like, I'm going to try to find out if there's a way that I can reject the stimulus. I
0: remember that. You told me that. God.
1: But uh, And I actually was able to talk to a guy who knows a guy who works at the IRS. And uh, I, I had him ask the question, can I reject the stimulus? Will that help me in any way? And apparently, if you rejected the stimulus, then you could send, I, I guess you could uh, send the check back. To the IRS with a strongly worded letter, but they're still going to acknowledge that you got it. Ah, oh, see. So I was like, "Eh, well, if I don't take the money, I'm an idiot."
0: And I'm tired. Ty- you know, I was getting tired of getting stimulated. <coughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> it was happening every couple months back then. Well, hey, if you stayed on back in the heydays of the pandemic,
1: in the heydays of the pandemic, yeah, the haze days of the pandemic, yeah. You know what, you the know, pays what? Days the the pays, pays days, of the pays days, you know, you know what the day was whenever like uh, going way back in our conversation to the point that I was making about like I thought that it was reasonable to have one week to up to a month of lockdown to fight off this Chinese bioweapon. Oh, and
0: I disagreed on that one too. You, you
1: did, but I still think knowing what I knew then I'm not sorry for holding that opinion.
0: Um, I also said and you disagreed with me I think at the time I said to you it doesn't matter this is going to go everywhere do you remember me saying that? I do remember you saying I said, that you "I totally right yeah, I, I thought I, no way I had normalcy bias at the time I said there's no way that you can tell me of a virus I said it exactly like this that's supposedly ten times more or a hundred times more contagious I can't remember what they were telling us then and it not go everywhere like, it's impossible by the time, and having a latency period or whatever, uh, or whatever they call it, of 10 to 14 days. It has to go everywhere. Like, back then, I said, if everything they're telling us is true, it doesn't, you can't stop it. You could set a guy at the exit ramps at Huntington and all out of cars off the interstate. It's not going to stop it. If you don't know somebody has it for 10 to 14 days, and it's 10 times more contagious,
1: contagious it's going to be everywhere. You're Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that and that kind of goes to the point that I was like, I thought it was reasonable that we all locked down for 14 to 28 days. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and that was, I still believe that at that time with the knowledge that we had, that was a reasonable stance to take because I took it as it's a wartime uh, policy. Because as I saw it, we were at war with a country that had basically unleashed a biological weapon upon
0: us. we weren't even that we weren't allowed to acknowledge that. If you mention that at that time, you got banished from Well,
1: actually, at that time even CNN was still calling it the Wuhan coronavirus. Oh,
0: okay, that was that time. Yeah, that, at that time. Gosh, I forget at what point we are by our technical overlords, our big tech overlords before it became that we racist to acknowledge Yeah. We that weren't allowed to Wuhan. tell the truth. Yeah.
1: Then. So it's been a while it's been a whole two years. I mean like a fucking eternity in these days.
0: Yeah. But <clears throat> somebody that was pulling the levers at big tech said, I don't like how that sounds. Let's stop the whole country. No, no, no. no. It, was, it, 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 was, saying, it was, it was,
1: it was Xi Jinping who said, Oh, that of he course, like that, who that, how of that course. he said that. And somebody went, Oh my God, we
0: offended somebody.
1: No, it's like, Oh my God, we offended a guy who's paying us a lot of money. Amen. <laughs> that's that. That's where it comes from. Um, by the
0: way, Steve, I've got 10 minutes of talk time left.
1: Okay. We'll, well, we'll wrap this up, and then we're going to, I think we should probably go and come with a a conclusion to this chaos. Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. But it's been fun. Oh, chaos. this has
0: been a fantastic conversation that would get any normal person canceled.
1: Yeah. Thank God we're not normal. But uh, anyway, um, where, where were we uh, before you kind of interrupted me with our... Time warning. Xi Jinping and paying off the um, Xi Jinping paid off the big tech guys to call it the t- novel coronavirus of 2019. And I was saying, yeah, we offended. Blah blah blah. Is that yeah. where were we? Um, the my my point was is that I I still think that at that time, you know, it was reasonable to think that two weeks to a month of locking down would at least. As they put it, flatten the curve. But I'm I, what I wanted to say, I remember now, what I wanted to say is the day that I went from disagreeing with you to agreeing with you 110%. And you know what that day was? The
0: day that all those doctors came out and said that it was... Am I right the, the, the doctors wrote the wrote that letter that said that racism was a larger health yeah, yeah. Uh, health uh, crisis or yep. whatever than yep. the pandemic? Yes, and, yeah,
1: because I remember whenever uh, Fentanyl Floyd um, <laughs> overdosed and died while Derek Chauvin just happened to have his uh, knee on the uh, the scruff of his neck.
0: You know, I hate to say this, but my children will not learn that George Floyd. And this is what I love about having kids; they're not going to learn George Floyd was a good guy. For me, now, should he have died? No,
1: no, he shouldn't have but, died. But, but he, he, died he, of his
0: own he yeah, he, no, no honoring of him in this house.
1: No, um, but ultimately, the day whenever he died. Whenever he died, and then like a bunch of people started going out in the streets and saying that Derek Chauvin murdered uh Fentanyl, I mean George Floyd. Um, whenever that happened, and then those dancing TikTok nurses, by the way, fuck TikTok, um, those dancing TikTok nurses went from dancing and telling us Doo, do to do to do, do, stay inside, don't go to work, kill the economy instead they went to do 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 let's go outside and kiss these i don't know protesters uh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. burn loop murder i mean black lives matter the mostly uh, peaceful protesters the mostly peaceful but fiery protesters uh yeah those guys uh whatever they you came, have
0: to preface something with mostly peaceful
1: yeah that's to eh. be fair to be fair january 6th was Fiery, but mostly peaceful, literally, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I want to make
0: it crystal clear uh, because I don't want to be rounded up. I did not.
1: We weren't there. there We were at Applebee's. We went to Applebee's that day with Tony.
0: And Tony said, oh my God, there's people climbing. No, 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 no.
1: Tony wasn't there. He called you. Oh, that's right. And we were sitting at Applebee's. We were eating something and we were watching this stuff on TV. And I'm like, well, hey, look, they're actually attacking the guys who caused the problems.
0: Uh, <laughs> wow I, I, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I re, and I don't remember much of what Tony said, but I remember thinking, shit, we were I do remember being at Applebee's. yep. During the greatest threat to this democracy since the Civil War. I would not have called it that then. I still don't call it that Yeah, I don't either, but I mean. (laughs) But if you're CNN, you do. Yeah. But if
1: you're CNN, you're completely full of shit and probably a child molester.
0: Yeah, if you're writing textbooks, you do, apparently. No, well, CNN textbook
1: writers, what's the difference?
0: Yeah, how many people have, like, what's the rape count over at CNN?
1: Ah, I think we're up to, (laughs) like, four people now. Something like that.
0: And then, like, the unwanted (laughs) touching.
1: Yeah, unwanted touching, illicit advances, or uh, undisclosed relationships that uh, have a conflict of interest. Running
0: cover for the governor of one of the most influential states in the country Um, for something like that. Sexual impropriety, and I know I'm the last person that should be talking about this, but uh, I, you know, I paid my damn dues. What's happening to these people?
1: Here's the. Are they
0: getting book deals on it? No. Like how to how to get away with it or whatever.
1: Well, they're they're getting book deals on why they're innocent, but not how to get away with it. How to get Which away with it is the same thing. Basically. How to get away with it is the book that's not published that they sell to the other guys who worship Moloch. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> getting a little conspiratorial here, but uh, yeah, that's. Um, my original point was that that was the day that I became disillusioned was the day that the dancing TikTok nurses, because I know that that sounds petty, but that was the day whenever I realized this is all bullshit. And then I went from like, Sam, you're going too far. Trump wouldn't let this happen to God damn it, Sam, you're right. Completely and absolutely correct. And then every day since then has been <laughs> damn it, Sam, you're right again. (laughs) Damn it, Sam, you're right again. How could I have been so optimistic whenever this obviously bad stuff was happening?
0: Yeah, listen to me and let me just make you feel terrible. But you told me recently uh, things to look forward to. So let's end this on a good note. Okay, let's end it on. What are some things you feel like, Steve, are good to look forward to? We've hit the Rittenhouse thing, by the way, so we're good with Rittenhouse, although I'll give you a tiny bit more.
1: Just a tiny bit. Uh, the lid's on it. Oh my fucking I think you've had too much Rittenhouse. house. Yeah, I'm
0: about to be uh Okay. That's I'm doing the same thing for me, just a little bit like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um so we have um finished off the Rittenhouse rye, or most of it. Half uh, of it. About
1: a little over half.
0: And then um I'm going to leave it to Steve because I am pessimistic Sam here. Even uh, my wife and other people say I'm a little downer on a lot of stuff. And I, But I, I also am a realist. But let's hear. Okay. You, you know.
1: So I don't want to be wrong. And you don't want me to be wrong either.
0: No. And I, I don't want to be right.
1: Yeah. So here's where I'm optimistic. Going back again, the par- the parental revolt. And all these school parent-teacher conferences where they're standing up in front of the administrators and speaking truth to power. Because that's what it is. They're speaking truth to power. Um, The fact that anybody I've ever talked to in person says that all of this stuff that's happening is utterly insane. The only people who don't say that uh, weigh 600 pounds and have 1,200 cats. Um, What are cats? But anyway... Um, so that, that I think you can, even you can agree as a point of optimism and we have the midterms coming up and Biden, despite the fact that he's a pseudo wartime president, his approval is still around George Bush levels or lower or lower. Well, I mean like George Bush levels on the official accounts. And these are the guys that are trying so hard to fillet Joe Biden that they can probably taste the back of his testicles. But and they still
0: poll an awful lot for Joe Biden. A lot of his numbers come from morticians,
1: actually. A lot of uh, Joe Biden's numbers come from uh uh cemetery proprietors,
0: yeah. morti like when they, they tell them how would this person have voted. Well, no, no, no. The,
1: morticians are people who like dress them up, dress the body, and then that's before they're buried. Most of the people but, who voted for Joe Biden have been dead since this, the first civil war.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, this is a new recruiting method.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, The first Civil War and the first World War. Uh, So, you know, a couple of firsts there. Congratulations, Joe. We did it. Um, Amen. But so a lot of people are being woken up by the fact that they got to pay a lot of money for gas. And whenever you got to pay a lot of money for gas, you got to pay a lot of money for everything else. Because guess what? It takes gas to deliver stuff. And not only that, not only gasoline, but you got to think a lot of things are made from petroleum-based products. Plastic is petroleum-based. Yeah. So plastic, cheap Chinese plastic is going up in price. And a lot of people don't want to talk about the fact that <laughs> Afghanistan happened, you know. And so like, a. Reminder remind
0: our like, listeners of what happened there.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Biden gave billions of dollars of of top-of-the-line U.S. military equipment to the Taliban. So they were able to take selfies and duck floats with M4A1 carbines and also do parades with, uh, you know, American attack helicopters and transport helicopters and tanks. But that aside, um, do do you know what they call Afghanistan? They call it the Saudi Arabia of lithium. You know, you know what lithium is used in batteries, batteries like uh, uh, lithium polymer. Didn't China get in on that? Uh, China kind of like made a de facto alliance with the Taliban the moment that we turned tail and ran because that's what we fucking did uh, under Beijing Biden. Um, So therefore, these Taliban caves are sitting on ridiculous amounts of lithium. And the Chinese ha- were able to come in and capitalize on that. And also, who makes our semiconductor chips that go into cars and computers? Who makes the world's best? Taiwan. And who does China have their sights set on? Their supposedly rogue uh, province of Taiwan, which I would say that mainland China is a rogue province of Taiwan. But uh, that's neither here nor there. And that goes to the whole uh, uh, unspoken truth that uh, the real government of China is in Taiwan. Um, But anyway, what does Biden want us to go to move to? What kind of cars does Biden want us to move to by the next decade?
0: Uh,
1: They plug into something.
0: Electric. Yeah, that's it. Electric cars. EVs. EVs.
1: There it is. Yeah, and 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 what is it that you need a lot of to make an EV? Lithium. Oh, lithium you and need nickel. A lot, of, a lot of lithium and nickel. Where does most of the lithium and nickel come from?
0: Uh, Afghanistan.
1: Well, no, no, lithium Afghanistan. Who is now in China's pocket? Nickels nickel, like Russia. Russia, yeah. Who is uh, currently fucking Ukraine in the ass? Um, hmm. So it sounds like Biden in a way that most people haven't connected the dots to wants us to be beholden to the Chinese and the Russians. So it's almost like, and I'm going to use this to finish this off. Uh, you can finish it off if you want to after this, but my finishing point, and I'm going to, I'm going to take this back to optimism. I promise my finishing. point. I was like, this
0: is getting shitty, Steve.
1: (laughs) My finishing point is it's almost like Biden, Beijing, Biden, um, uh, lives up to his name of Beijing um uh, He is beholden to the Russians and the Chinese and the Ukrainians all at the same time. He's definitely not beholden to the American people, but here's the optimistic part. A lot of American people are figuring that shit out.
0: Yeah. Amen. They are. People are waking
1: up. Yeah. A lot of people are waking up. I mean, I've been I've woken on this crap since I don't know. Uh, 2010, maybe.
0: But. I wouldn't. I don't know when I really started thinking about it this, this, this deeply. but At least the last five or six years. At least. I've always been a conservative, but I've never thought of it along these terms quite so much. But now, I, I get a lot more into the not so much left, not so much right, but top and bottom and the elite people just trying to the elite right. people everywhere just trying to...
1: Trying, trying to take control. Yeah. The authoritarians.
0: But anyway, uh, we've had a fantastic conversation, Steve. I never imagined it would be this awesome.
1: Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, one thing I would like to point out before we close it out, earlier in the podcast, Sam said that is an absolute monster. What he is referring to is my forty-four Magnum pistol that I open carry whenever I don't have to go out in public because... But I should be able to open carry it in public without worrying about facing uh, any kind of uh, uh, backlash for it. Uh, it's a Smith & Wesson Model 629 competitor. It comes from their performance center. has weights in the front, which reduces recoil, uh, raised sights. It even has a, a rail system, a metal rail system, like kind of like a Picatinny rail system, uh, for a scope on a revolver. Um, it's a
0: freaking huge gun
1: and you know it's uh i should be able to carry whatever the hell i want to carry um
0: so and i'd say that that's a good way to end this yeah you should be able to carry whatever you want to carry you should be able to defend yourself uh freedom freedom for ukraine if they can handle it hopefully yeah and let's just say a quick prayer for the world now it will be all right in this country we kind of have some views that are maybe a little bit more traditional american views but um i think we'll be all right uh so anyway everybody thanks uh for listening to this conversation this was one doozy wasn't it it was a lot of fun yeah i really enjoyed it steve
1: this has been a long time coming yeah and,
0: and we'll do it again. I think that we've we got need a to good plan for the
1: next one. The next one's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we'll have Tony. We got to have Tony.
0: We got to have. T- that was a premature thing. It heat sensitive uh, board here. My finger accidentally <laughs> hit the thing. Like I just hovered over the top. Just of that. kidding, guys. It wasn't the. Yeah, end. I didn't like that song. We're going to a different one. So
1: I like that song though. Yeah, said so one. <laughs> no, no, we'll have
0: Tony on here, and we've got a plan already spelled out. So.
1: And it's going to be a lot of fun. We have to do some actual preparation for the next yeah, one. Yeah, God,
0: prep work and Sam Denning. Those two words don't go... To, three words don't go...
1: To, or Four words don't go together. Prep work, Sam Denning. Yeah, that's four.
0: God, could I have butchered that any worse? I all think, right, the music's hey, writ- coming up. Written house ride. Yeah, all right, everybody. Take it easy. Good
1: night. And enjoy. Love Love you.